shipping. Personal data has been Zuckerberg's business model even before Facebook was Facebook. Before Mark Zuckerberg launched Facebook, he created something called FaceMash. FaceMash used photos of Harvard girls and then asked users to choose the hotter person. Zuckerberg hacked into the school's computers to collect images of students. Obviously, people felt mocked or exposed, and it was one of the first big experiences that Mark had with the privacy issues of the masses. And what he learned from that experience was, shrug me like money. Yeah, wow, I didn't know he did that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Samantha B there. That's a good punchline, too. Yeah, he is um, duplicitous, that Zuckerberg. Senator, (laughs) I'll have my team get back to you on whether I'm duplicitous. And he has the benefit of having a particularly innocent-looking face. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Which has got nothing to do with what's going on in his mind, even though we, I, anyway, am easily fooled by that sort of thing. Uh, speaking of which, just because it popped into my mind, uh, the, the the great Elon Musk has vowed to, what is it, double production of the new, less expensive Tesla in the next couple of months? He is lashing out at his critics, saying, quit asking me stupid questions, and you bunch of numbskulls. Oh, I wanted to get that audio. It's pretty interesting. He did the uh, beyond rare, unheard of. He was asked about uh, not meeting Wall Street expectations, and he said, I don't care about Wall Street expectations. That's not how I run my business. I don't run my business based on what they think I ought to do for the next quarter. Mm. I've got a long-term goal, which um, uh, is the way all companies used to run, and it has to do with uh, reporting changes that occurred years ago in the way you have to report to Wall Street that has driven all the the company you work for being only concerned about this quarter, and you see decisions made all the time. They're bad long-term decisions, but smart short-term decisions. That didn't used to happen, and it's because of a change in reporting, and some people have been uh, fighting to try to get it changed back to the old way. But anyway, I liked hearing Elon Musk say, I'm not, that's not the way I'm making my decision. That's a bad way to make decisions. It also reminded me, as uh, reporters were going on and on about how Tesla's never made a profit, blah, blah, blah. I remember when they used to say that about Amazon year after year after year. Yep. Amazon's never made a profit, so <laughs> you know he can think this or think that. But, you know, he had a good long-term strategy. It would appear... Anywho, yeah, I think there are a lot of business reporters that uh, it's difficult to explain why you wouldn't be in business if you knew so much. Because you'd be making a hell of a lot more money. Right. Um, well, then why aren't you guys in politics? Because I'd rather be a male prostitute. For most of its history, the United States has been at war. Since declaring independence in 1776, the country has been engaged in armed conflicts for all but 21 of the 242 years of our existence. That's pretty interesting. Anybody denies that number will attack them. Now, people would quibble and say, well, we're in officially a war. It's not a declared war, but armed. That's a good quibble. Engaged in, you know, armed conflicts. Right. This near constant state of war has led the United States to continually update its military. As Tell us about the Barbary pirates, Uncle Jack. As the world's largest economy, the United States can afford to spend much more on its military than any other country. I think we all know that. While the United States is in a league of its own, there are other um, major military spenders. But um, the United States, for a long time, spent more money than practically everybody else on the list, everybody else in the world. Mm-hmm. China has changed that somewhat. We still spend more money on our military military than the next seven people on the list, which is amazing when you consider how China has ramped up 
Uh, in unprecedented fashion, by the way, nobody has ever ramped up their military like this, this mm-hmm. kind of expenditure this fast, outside of, like, uh, um, Nazi Germany. So the next seven on the list combined. Yeah. The next take, seven countries. He said yeah. people. Well, actually, Bruce Wayne is on there, <laughs> and Tony Stark. Yeah, I meant And Dr. Evil. But, and if you yeah. take China out, then the United States spends as much as, like, the next 20 countries on the list. Ah, yes. I mean, it's lies, not damn even lies and statistics. Um, China's got a f- functioning aircraft carrier now. This is the first time any any adversaries had one in many, many moons. Yeah, there are some particulars in this that are kind of interesting about the good old U.S. of A. Number one on the list for military expenditure, $610 billion. I will... Uh, so that's a year, huh? Yeah. I will uh, let you know that China is in second place at $228 billion, and they doubled theirs hmm. since 2008. They are ramping up fast. Um, uh, more on that in just a second. The United States, by far the best-funded military in the world, has the advantage of most of the other countries high in the list are allies, like France, Germany, Italy, the U.K., that does help. Uh, yeah, a lot Italy. of members. Of, I wouldn't guess Italy spends that much. A lot of members of the uh, of NATO are on the lists. Um, the United States works closely with other countries on the list that we aren't in formal allegiances with, like South Korea, Saudi Arabia, and Japan. So China's and and China and Russia are the only real absolute adversaries that are on the list. And uh, forgive if I miss this, but where's Russia on the list? Oh, let me go through that. Um, you do have to worry about the Thuclidean trap. Is that what Joe, it's called? Joe, please. Uh-huh. Every day I think about it. When you when you have a little help over here. When a, when a, when a, when you've got a world power and then a rising power, they always go to war. Mm-hmm. It just happens. Yeah. Now you'd hope in the modern world that that doesn't happen, but yes, they're not. China isn't building up that military to shoo away flies or. Send aid to countries after earthquakes. No, I could see the Thuclidean trap being disarmed. I could also see it uh, ensnaring us. So I'll go through the list here. Let's hope we're guided by wise and benevolent rulers from here on out. Yeah. Or that China doesn't have evil intentions. If they have evil intentions, it doesn't matter what you do. Right. Right. So United States, followed by China, followed by who's in third place? Saudi Arabia. Really? Yeah. I'll be damned. Russia's number four. I would have missed that one. I'd have missed that one bad. So you do have number... Who spends more money on, on the military, Saudi or China? So do or, you have, I'm sorry, Russia. So you do have number two and four being full-on adversaries. Mm-hmm. Then it's India at five, France at six, United Kingdom at seven, Japan at eight. All allies. This is good news, right? Germany at nine. The Germans. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Nazi Germany. Well, it's remarkable that they've risen that high because for the longest time they were like, we don't have a military. We're not attacking anybody. Trust us. We said, look, look, come and look. We're not going to attack you and because s- they did so much. <laughs> yeah. Our guns shoot a flag out that says bang. That's right. The question is the balance of, and if you're a, uh, you know, Ron Polish sort of libertarian, why we involved in so many of these countries is finding the balance of one, you know, one of the advantages of spending all this money and being the world's policeman is you get to call all the shots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we decide who goes where, how often, pretty much everywhere in the world. China's trying to stop that, but that's the way it's been for a long time. The way it was for like a hundred years for the Brits before that. The downside, of course, is it's incredibly expensive. Yeah. You're over your skis. 
financially as a country all the time, which we're seeing now. And it's just because of the immensity of our economy that people keep lending us money. Otherwise, we'd have been called and we'd have had our national car repo long ago. Um, so we'll see where that goes. But hey, did you read that uh, the Saturday uh, essay in the Wall Street Journal about China and their uh, practical totalitarianism, I yeah. think they called it. Yeah, that some people are seeing as the new model for government. It's certainly a, a viable alternate to democracy. And I, I read it. I wanted so badly to reply to it. I wanted to write a, a, a reply and, and you know submit it to the Wall Street Journal. But I was spending the day with my wife and then seeing my son. And I said, I'm not going to spend two hours to hack out an essay and not go for a walk with my wife. So I didn't which makes me an underachiever and a good husband. But anyway, um, the one thing I thought was really interesting and compelling was they were talking about the growth in China and the absolute, the objective good things that have been achieved in China. Um, and, and listen, that doesn't excuse the bad things, but you have to admit they've had enormous economic growth, huge growth in the standard of living, et cetera, et cetera, compared to the floundering, pathetic situation in India. Yeah, the world's largest democracy, um, which looks like what China looked like in the seventies, and and is making halting progress at best. So you know, it's it was really interesting. In other words, better but, off being uh, you know some uh, some smart leaders who get to do whatever they want without any sign off from the people than being a, an unwieldy democracy like India. Is that what they're saying? Right. Yeah. The, yeah. The, unwieldy is a good word, but that doesn't begin to describe India, which is just floundering. But. Uh, the one thing I think, and I wanted to talk about it, but it's so complicated. I really wanted to structure it out so it wasn't just a, a rambling mess for the poor people in the audience. But um, the one thing that I, that I think it left out is that every system contains the seeds of its own destruction. And the idea of democracy is it's a system made to undo those growing weeds of destruction, whereas totalitarianism... Just historically, every single damn time has been bad at that and just gets worse. China could be an exception. I don't know. Right. Of course, Xi Jinping won't live forever. And who knows? They'll get some egomaniac lunatic in there. And before you know it, you got Chairman Mao all over again. Yeah, but if he makes the right calls for 20 years. Xi? Yeah. They could uh, They could advance a long way. We could be happy together. If you had That's it. what she said. Very good job. No. Not very good, Michael. That's our new purpose, by the way. Every time we talk about China is to work in that's what she said. Uh, just for folks who are new to that effort here on the show. It's good to have goals. Yeah. Um, do we? Can we do one more Kanye West tweet we, we, or, or, or uh, quote? We got away from that. The one about history I really oh, like. Oh, yeah, do you yeah. Have that? I, feel, I feel like I'm too busy writing history to read it. Kanye right. West has said that. Exactly. Oh, boy. <laughs> I like that one. Since we were talking about history. Oh, boy. <clears throat> also, fur pillows are actually really hard to sleep on. It's a good one. So, if I want yeah, to... It's got to be gross. <laughs> After, like, two days, yeah. Ew. Icky. I have to put fur pillows. All right, where were we? God dang it, Kanye's an odd bird. Did you know if I want to get up on a stage... And shake my private bits in front of you for tips. I have you're to pay. not going to get many tips. I, <laughs> I'm just telling you. I need to stop. Uh, do, do, don't you step on my dreams, man? If can I you see to, my privates? Can uh, you? Can you? Can you see my privates? Can you? Can you? Yes, I can. I'm sitting here. You're right on stage in front of me. If I want to do that, I have to pay exorbitant fees to the city. 
What? Strippers uniting, fighting against the San Diego taxes. Do you see yourself as more of like cowboy hat guy or construction guy? Or like biker guy? <laughs> I think maybe, <laughs> honestly, big hairy biker is probably my my uh, go-to, you know. So you'd have a vest, but that's it? Yeah. And some boots, probably. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> of course boots. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Georgia actually got the, um, you only see it in movies, the governor called, and we're not going to execute you. Really? 22 hours before he was going to be put down. How's come? Uh, Doubt about his guilt? Some new evidence, yeah. Hmm? We got to yeah. take a look at this. Yeah. Yeah. That's messing with your head, though, isn't it? He was about to lay down for his last night alive. I'm sure there was a lot going through his mind. Mm. Governor called, we're going to delay that. Still might kill you. But, but not maybe, sure when. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. But maybe not. Maybe next week. Maybe not at all. Or maybe we let you out. Hey, can I go to bed now? <laughs> Quit yelling at me. Sorry, I was a little late getting ready for the segment because I was uh, texting my daughter in college. She is beset by bees. Mm, that'll happen. Apparently there are quite a number of bees that have run her off one bench after another where she's trying to sit and study. Um, I asked her for more specific entomological information. Are they hornets? Are they honeybees? What? She said all of the above. <laughs> Apparently, a biblical plague has been visited upon my daughter's college. So, local strippers are lobbying San Diego to lower their annual stripper fees. And the, the land of the free. Bull ass. And listen. Well, stripper see. fees. Local strippers and strip club owners are lobbying San Diego. This is a really, actually, a, a quite a, a good and informative article by David Garrick of the uh, San Diego Union Tribune. Um, they're lobbying to lower their permit fees, which are m- not only much higher than other cities, but what you have to pay to operate a strip club in San Diego is more than 10 times higher what you have to pay in, in Los Angeles. It's $1,530 just to have a, a stripatorium. And the individual gals, it's mostly gals, is uh, going to rise to 388 bucks. It's 360 something right now. So you have to pay an upfront fee to get a showing your stuff license of $388. Listen, no matter what you think of strip clubs, these gals aren't doing it for the exercise. I think they're sad, but that's what I think of strip clubs. Well, uh, why are you criticizing my hobbies? Um, but so anyway, these gals who are very often, you know, not in great financial circumstances, single moms, blah, 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 have got to come up with the fee up front. Otherwise, and one of their arguments is otherwise they're they're pushed to webcams and what was the other alternative, which they say is more dangerous and prone to human trafficking and so well, prostitution. So you're yeah. hot and broke, and it's the available jobs to you who are going to make a living off of being hot. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, are, is this? But driven? I think I think it's a real mistake to get into many moral judgments at all about this. It's, no, no, no. It's just it's, taxes and and government and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah government no, I, overreach. I get it. Um, and we will get to the justification for the fees in a second. But go ahead. Sorry. But I was wondering: is are these put upon them? Because in so, like when we lived in the South, you would put this sort of, uh, you know city penalty on this stuff to try to keep them from happening from right. a moral standpoint. It's like taxes on cigarettes. But sometimes they do this stuff just to make money. Yeah. Yeah. The government's just trying to get a chunk of money from you and they're just giving whatever that hole is. They're buying your rights and selling them back to you. Right. Stealing yeah. your rights and selling them back to you. Exactly. Uh, I still don't understand why a webcam would be dangerous. I guess there are probably companies that operate them and maybe they're exploitive because what I've read about webcams in my ongoing study of the American economy is that uh, you're a gal who's willing to show your stuff and you set up a camera in your bedroom. But anyway. Um, the, and then how do you pay them? How does that work? Uh, to, to, uh, one of the many PayPal, Venmo, whatever oh. things. Yeah. You can send them tips. Again, according to the econ textbooks I've checked out of my local library. I would think that would be a get your information stolen waiting to happen, but okay. I, I think the protections are pretty good these days, mm-hmm. like on PayPal. Um, do you use it much? Do you use any of the online payment services? PayPal, or? like o- almost exclusively. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like it. And yeah. I'm on Venmo now in case I get looted on the golf course and didn't bring enough money. Uh, but anyway, so the fees are justified by the city based on the personnel they devote to processing permits. So you need to pay a fee to get a permit because it's so expensive to give permits. Welcome to the Kafkaesque states of America. Responding to incidents and proactively monitoring the clubs to prevent prostitution and other criminal activity. The Vice Division has three squads that include one sergeant and four detectives. And so they uh, work late nights and go around to the strip clubs to make sure nobody's getting a handy. Now, I don't know about y'all, and I respect your beliefs on this topic. But if the police is spending $110 a year on preventing guys from getting handies... At strip clubs, I think that's a wasted $110. That's just my view. Now, wait a minute. Then you'll have prostitutes spilling out on the streets and blah, blah. No, no, no. That's a different problem. I just, I don't care. So, I just, well, you know what? I say uh, good for you uh, owner-operators and exotic dancers for petitioning the government for redress of your grievances which in this case is uh, exorbitant uh, showing your junk uh, fees. Teat. That's right, Charles. No, I get it. I hate this, whether they're doing this to uh, lawn care companies or whatever they're doing, just making up permits you have to pay for. Right. Well, and the, the strip clubs are saying, look, we understand the rationale of if we're running a business that the police have to go to a lot, we ought to pay more. But the police are never here. Nothing ever happens here. Which is pretty good defense. Charging them because they can. Right. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, on why the president fired FBI Director Comey. Amazon's taking a stand against taxes. And former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice weighs in on Kanye West. Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. I heard her weigh in on Iran, and it was pretty interesting. Maybe I'll mention that at the time. But we're talking about Kanye West again on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So our pug's going in to get neutered today. They're going to have him for like a whole day or something like that. 
Well, well, yeah. It takes you've been a while. you've been neutered. How long does it take to get over it? Oh, wow. Of course, mine went wrong, as you may recall. Um, you didn't actually have your testicles removed. I didn't. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, the last dog we had neutered because we just keep getting more dogs. The last dog we had neutered, um, the vet asked if we wanted the testicles. Good lord! What? I think it was a joke, but do people do that? Are you getting the replacement, like false ones, so, you, so yeah, they don't the, so they don't feel bad about themselves? Yeah. Nudicles, yeah. Right. yeah. No, we're not. So the other dogs don't make fun of them at the dog park, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hey, look who look who it is. It's uh, Billy No Balls. Yeah, how you doing, No Balls? All the other neutered dogs don't make fun of him. I mean, who wants an intact male dog? Tough guys. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, would be tough guys. Terrible idea. Let's get the news now, Marsha Phillips. Well, this information just coming in. The judge hearing the Golden State Killer case in Sacramento, California, has just ruled that prosecutors can proceed with the collection of more evidence, including the DNA of Joseph D'Angelo, following standard procedure of evidence gathering. D'Angelo's lawyer had been trying to block the collection of that evidence. The White House is doing damage control about alleged hush money paid to porn star Stormy Daniels. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders was confronted by a horde of reporters outside the White House this morning and said, I think it's fair to say that there's ongoing litigation and that the president's attorneys who have uh, the greatest amount of visibility into this have spoken about this both at length last night, again this morning. The president's put out uh, multiple tweets on this this morning. I don't have anything else to add. Meanwhile, President Trump tweeted today that, the re, that he repaid the personal attorney, Michael Cohen, $130,000 and again denied having an affair with Daniels in 2006. The repayment coming to light during an interview that Trump's new lawyer Rudy Giuliani did with Hannity on Fox last night. The stormy Daniels angle getting all the attention, but Giuliani also explained why Trump fired FBI Director James Comey. He fired Comey because Comey would not among other things, say that he wasn't a target of the investigation. He's entitled to that. Hillary Clinton got that. And she, he couldn't get that. So he fired him, and he said, I'm free of this guy. And he went on Lester Holt. Lester Holt's interview was as good as anybody could do, better than I think any of the people around uh, uh, Mueller could have done. And Lester Holt asked him, why'd you do it? He said, I did it. Because I felt that I had to explain to the American people their president was not the target of the investigation. Rudy's know, pretty I don't good. know that he's doing any good, though, addressing that stuff at all. The president didn't like the job he was doing, so he fired him, which is within his powers to do. Well, the Next problem, question. Well, the problem with that is because Trump sat down with Lester Holt and said specifically, I fired him because of the Russia investigation. Yeah. So he's got to tie it to the Russia investigation right. somehow. So his so Rudy's explanation is he fired him because he wouldn't say Trump wasn't a target of the Russian investigation. So yeah, yeah kind of have it both ways. I guess I don't know the Lester Holt investigate or uh, interview thing. I like the explanation that Trump just wanted to, the narrative was out there that Rosenstein told him to fire him, and it made it look like Rosenstein was uh, Rosenstein was in charge, and Trump just wanted to assert, no, I'm in charge. So I don't. You can say anything you want to Lester Holt in our. T- do you, think, uh, government. do you think Trump has uh, intact male dogs? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, it could be. Um, I had a question about uh, hmm, Starby Daniels, lawyer. Oh, it's not even making the news that the little fathead in North Korea has announced they're they're giving back the three right. Americans. That's a huge 
It's, win. It's a wonderful story. It's amazing, but we have no time to talk we about it. We don't have time for that in the modern world. Anyway. Because a self-promoting pornography girl is extorting the president to promote her career. Is promoting a self-promoting reality TV show star who they uh, they ended up rubbing sweaty uglies at one point. I'll grant you that. Amazon is pausing construction on a new downtown Seattle tower in response to a proposed employee head tax aimed at fighting homelessness. The online retail giant says it's putting construction on ice until the city council votes on the proposed tax. A head tax? You got a head? That's a tax. It'd create a tax of 26 cents per employee hour on large companies that gross at least $20 million a year. It would then That money would then be used to fight homelessness in Seattle. Yeah, that's that's what they'll do with that money. And that'll work well, too. It'll, it'll do the job. Because all the other gazillions of dollars thrown at the homeless situation have been uh, so successful. Well, and there's no chance it'll drive companies out oh, of right, that city. Oh, right. right. Yeah. And, and, and keep squeezing the golden right. goose, utopians. And if you're a business that's trying to d- decide where do you want to go and set up shop and hire 5,000 people, yeah, you factor that cost in and say, nah, guess we won't go there. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice says Kanye West should indeed be able to express his views. Rapper's been in the media spotlight lately after showing support for President Trump in a controversial statement that 400 years of African-American slavery was a choice. Fox Business News asked Rice's thoughts about Kanye's statements. People should be able to express their views. Not all of us have to think politically the same way. Um, I've said to people sometimes, you know, I've been black all my life. You don't have to tell me how to be black. (laughs) And so um, I think we need to recognize that in some ways the height of prejudice is to look at somebody and think you know what they think because of the color of their skin. Amen, Candy. She was asking about the Iran nuclear deal the other day, yeah. and she said uh, she would prefer to stay in it, but if we get out, it's not that big a deal. That was her take. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, I was interested by that. When Condi and I were talking at uh, Stanford <laughs> the other day <laughs> about the state of the world, uh, that's roughly what she said to me, too. Mm-hmm. There you go. She went to Stanford when she was like 16, though, right? Right. Yeah. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting to get his show, The Conscience of the Nation. <laughs> I drove by Northwestern as a twelve-year-old. <laughs> still no, uh, still no husband and/or gal pal for Condoleezza Rice, as far as we know. She's married to her work. Gotcha. She's married to thinking. Then yeah. that's fine. How dare you? How dare you, sir? How dare I what? So even bring that up? No, I'm a bad person. Oh, okay. That factors in. <laughs> Uh, The petering out portion of the show is coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Entered at 18 and he ended up graduating first in his class. You know, I heard that rumor a long time ago. I thought it was a rumor about it. You know, he first. 
So that's Donald Trump slowed down by Jimmy Kimmel. It's called Drunk Trump. But would anybody sound like that slowed down, or is it just something yes. about his speaking style? People have uh, sent us Drunk Armstrong and Getty, and it's really funny. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you're drunk, part of what happens is you just slow down. You're yeah. just talking at half speed, man. Apparently. <laughs> so uh, we cut a couple of new videos uh, recently you should check out at armstrongandgetty.com. No, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, the new, the cry closet video we did, cry closet versus the curse closet, I showed that to my whole family and everybody loved it. We watched it multiple times last night. I'm ashamed of it. <laughs> so uh, that's a pretty good one. And Come then, witness my shame at armstrongandgetty.com, then click to your uh, whatever. We're also uh-huh. on Twitter at at A-N-G show. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash A-N-G show. Now, in response to the Mika Brzezinski petting her pigs on Instagram. I'm, I want to see some sort of goat appreciation tweet from you later. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm sorry, Sean. Did you say Mika Brzezinski petting her pig on Instagram? I find myself wondering, what would that sound like? She loves it. She loves it. It's a hot day. you got to have a tummy rub, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That a girl. Oh this is like a good birthday present to get to be able to give her a tummy rub. Man, I don't. Oh, I I'm uncomfortable it. with Mika Brzezinski rubbing Joe this Scarborough's hog. Present. I don't like that a as a uh, as here's, a thing. Here's my favorite part. <laughs> is that enough? Should I stop now? No, no. I can't imagine anybody with no. this. Especially on. not now. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with the whole thing. That reminds me of Emmanuel Macron, the president of Macron, uh, telling the uh, Australian. Prime Minister, that his wife is delicious. I wanted to thank you for your welcome. Thank you and your delicious wife. Hmm. <laughs> Some fava beans. Well, <laughs> well, that explains what y'all were doing while I was in the meeting. I'm glad you got acquainted. <laughs> and speaking of people's wives, the long-suffering wife of America's dad, funny man Bill Cosby, broke her silence uh, today calling for a probe into the corrupt office of the prosecutor who finally brought down Cosby. We were wondering what her tood was these days, and here it is, and I quote, I am publicly asking for a criminal investigation of that district attorney and his cohorts. This is a homogeneous group of exploitive and corrupt people whose primary purpose is to advance themselves professionally and economically at the expense of Mr. Cosby's life. Homogeneous code for they're all white? Yeah, or at least all in league together. Okay. Um, If they can do this to Mr. Cosby, they can do so to anyone. I don't actually know what the racial composition of the prosecution team is. Um, uh, So, wow, she's standing by her man. Yeah, who knows what kind of damaged relationship they got going on. Uh, Quite, I'm I'm guessing. She's been married to a rapist for 50 years. Camille Cosby continued, in the case of Bill Cosby, unproven accusations evolved into lynch mobs who, you know, that's uh, there have been a couple of high profile uh, black folks making reference to being lynched because they've had a, an inconvenience. I'll grant you this is more than an inconvenience, but... Well, they're found guilty of a crime they committed. Right. And, see, uh, don't call that And are lynching. going to jail. Yeah, you don't get to pl- do that. Don't weaken the case against lynching. Good Lord. Anyway, in the case of Bill Cosby, unproven accusations evolved into lynch mobs who publicly and privately coerced cancellation of Bill Cosby's scheduled performances, syndications of The Cosby Show, rescissions of honorary degrees, and a vindictive attempt to close an exhibition of our collection of African-American art in the Smithsonian Muse- Museum of African Art, Camille Cosby wrote. She actually believes him. Yep. She partially, clear. partially because I'm no 
psychologist, but she might have to to keep from uh, completely cracking. She's an old woman, and then all of a sudden, what is your life if you accept, I've been married to a, uh, a lying rapist my entire life, their entire marriage is a sham. Um, Here what, I am with one foot, you know, in the old grave of Rooney. How many of us would want to decide, okay, I guess I'll just go on with a completely new worldview of what I've done with my life and very little time left. Yeah, who who wants to deal with that? That would be extraordinary, extraordinarily hard. God, I'd say. Yeah. As far as I know, she didn't rape anybody. Right. And she didn't go after the accused. Well, she did go after the accusers like Hillary, but Camille Cosby isn't Hillary. I think in a different way. (coughs) Hillary knows Bill's cheating on her with those women and destroys the women to save their political career. Cosby's Cosby's wife actually believes her husband's not a rapist, either because she's gullible or she has to to maintain her sanity. If I was going to be really cynical, I'd say she's trying to protect the the value of uh the commodity that is cosby's work but uh, that's just being lawyerly i, I don't buy my own I argument think she's trying to protect the value that is her life that she's lived and is almost over yeah they've been married for 50 some years 54 years imagine try at the end of your life you know even if she lives 10 more years she ain't got much and mostly lived. She's got more yesterdays than tomorrow's, Jack. It's all of a sudden decided everything everything I've done, all my time I've spent, everything like that, all 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 a fraud. Right. That'd be tough to deal with. Even my children are the children of a serial rapist. Right. Yeah. That'd be extraordinarily hard. It'd be hard to look Theo in the face. And or, see, uh, Theo's not actually their chil- their child. No, Rudy is though. Rudy is. They brought Rudy, Rudy or the weird cousin. Was she the weird cousin? Oh no, no. Or? Rudy was the uh the young, Rudy was the, was the young original yeah. little girl, right? Yeah, they imported a new little girl to spice right. things up toward the end when the original kids got too old and ugly. <laughs> well, they didn't get ugly. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, Lisa Bonet didn't get ugly. Quite the opposite. Oh. She got a little mouthy. Yeah. Yeah. That happens when you raise uh, teenagers. <laughs> Something for you to look forward to. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Hey, kids, it's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. That was wholesome. What did they say? Particular final thoughts. Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Quite the juxtaposition with the previous discussion, yep. huh? All right, let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, uh, Positive Sean, what's your final thought? Yes, Eastern Conference playoff action tonight. you got the Cavaliers taking on the Raptors. Cavs up 1-0 in that series. And the 76ers taking on the Celtics. That's the one I'm looking forward to watching. Boston up 1-0 in that one. Marsha Phillips, final thought. Well, yesterday struck out at the casino, but it is May, my friends, so now it's Scratcher's time. We'll see how we do later today. I gotta what do you mean it's calendar. May, so it's Scratcher? What, yeah, yeah what, what, kind of, what does that mean? What is What the hell? You don't understand. May is my birthday month. Oh, it's got oh to be I good see. Luck. Well, so you're you more likely to win. Yes. We don't know these things. Yes. No, no <laughs> haven't made it to your seminar yet. <laughs> Michelangelo, your final thought. Yeah, if, wow. you, if you have a neighbor who, you, who has a car that you suspect would wouldn't pass a smog inspection, get a dirty air sample and call authorities. Keep your neighborhood clean and safe. There you go. <laughs> well said. Jack, what's your final thought for Yeah, us? so I had a meeting with a doctor yesterday who last year had told me I need to exercise more, and uh, so he asked me how's that going, and I told the truth. I haven't exercised a lick in the year since you told me to do that. So he uh, asked me to uh, commit to trying to exercise this next year. So. Sure thing, Doc. <laughs> Today's the first day of the rest of my life, <laughs> the way I'm looking at it. My final thought is we praised Daryl Hall as a singer yesterday, and for reasons that will escape me till my dying day, people chose to dispute that and or list singers they thought were superior, mm. including Robert, who said, 
Steve Walsh, the original Kansas singer, was better. Okay. He's a hell of a singer. His next on the list is Dennis DeYoung of Sticks. All right. Robert, number one, why do you think I care? Number two, Dennis DeYoung of Sticks? <laughs> I will read no more of your ridiculous and farcical list of caterwallers, sir. What percentage of people are willing to engage in arguments about what music you like? Most. Eight. Most. Yes. Which is weird. Oh, I'll do it every day. I don't even care if you say you like the music I like. I will mock you for liking yeah. your music. But we don't do it with food or shoes or anything else. Oh, you like carrots? Oh, I can't. I'm not even talking to somebody who likes carrots. Carrots a bastard vegetable. <laughs> Eat a date, idiot. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Yes, I know dates aren't vegetables. That's our point. Don't email us about this crap. But do email us. <laughs> See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. I would like to welcome my genitals to this table for the first time, which is only funny if you're a Charlie Rose fan. But, uh... <laughs> Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.